Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our uh, our fearless beer review. We get Dude. into our vinyl pickups that leads into the songs of the week, and then we finish it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. Uh, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars on there. Uh, Spotify has a new thing where you can actually rate a podcast on spot on the Spotify app. So go get, go go go, 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 go give go, us five go. stars on Spotify as well. You know, all the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, head us up. Send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can text us, call us, leave us a voicemail. Phone number is 503-893-5307. And uh, that's all I got for the intro. The boring-ass intro. So uh, let's just start with our Feeders Beer Review. What do you got, Jeff? Go. Go. I have I have some local stuff today. I have uh, the Grand Canyon Brewing Company. This is up in Williams, Arizona, next to Flagstaff, uh-huh. and I think they make, I think they make liquor also. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they were, they used to distribute some of their liquors to the bar that I work at, and um, they used to always bring in all the swag and stuff, and had me try it. And I didn't like any of it, but I didn't have the heart to tell them that it was just mediocre, mediocre stuff because they were really nice. But it was it was it was mediocre, and I've had a couple of their beers before. In one of them, I remember it was a trail ale, and it was fucking bad, like disgusting what bad. Hell with it? Hey, they had a little bit of prickly pear, and I like the prickly pear taste. But you gotta, I feel like you just have to supplement it with a little bit more sugar, otherwise mm-hmm. you're just getting a very like cactusy taste. Okay. And I don't, I don't, I don't really want that. So here we go. Well, yeah, this one's uh, from Grand Canyon Brewery. This is called Kachina Throwback Ale. This is in partnership with the Arizona Coyotes. It's got like the old um, the the Coyote logo for the for the hockey team. The one that Mike likes, you know, like the mm-hmm. whatever that one is. I don't know what you call it. But the Kachina, I guess, is this uh, this is ancestral spirit of the Pueblo Indians. So it's got kind of it's got some kind of history to it. And that's kind of cool. And yeah, I think I like that's. That. I think they do a lot of cool things, a lot of cool concepts, a lot of cool designs. I just think that their products kind of are not that great. Kind of shit? Yeah, I don't want to say shit because the people are really, really nice. And I do want to support them and they're local and they're really nice. <laughs> but <laughs> God damn, there's only so much I can do. Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. I get what you mean. Like I would still rather go to this brewery and then, you know not drink anything then go to somewhere else I guess that's gonna give me shitty service and piss me off <laughs> alright that's what I got alright so I have uh, I have something called a uh, it's called Juice Jockey from a local brewery Phantom Ales and uh, this is a hazy double IPA 
and I can't figure out how much what the ABV. Oh, the ABV is eight point seven. Fuck! Wow, that's a uh, that's a lot. So yeah, it's a, it's called Juice Jockey, and the label doesn't fit the description very well at all. It's like a it's like a ghost. It's like a or like an angel riding like a ghost horse. Kind of a cool label, but yeah, Juice Jockey. Uh, it's not even on Beer Advocate. It's on Untap, but not Beer Advocate. So I can't check if Raul uh, posted anything about it. But Phantom Males, their their beers really hit or miss. I go to the brewery sometimes, and it, it's a cool little place in uh, Placentia, California. But yeah, hopefully this is a good one because I have not had this one yet at the brewery or anywhere else. So okay, Ooh, okay. So you ready? Uh, you ready to uh, to tink this? I'm ready to tink it. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, baby! Oh. Yours, how's yours? Ew, what Not is good? that? That's like mold. <laughs> what is that taste? It's mold. Ew! Is it really that bad? I'm, I, dude, this tastes like mold. I gotta check the date on this fucking thing. That is not. <laughs> that's not good at all. That's dangerous. That sucks. <laughs> Love is dangerous. Oh, so this is a this is this is an American pale wheat beer. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just like nasty yeast. Probably. Usually those know. kind of beers have that. They they have like a lot of like sediment in in it. It kind never, of grosses me out. I don't know what this taste is. <laughs> Wait, what's it called again? Kachina, K A C H I N A, throwback ale. This is not good. This is not good because <laughs> of that taste. I mean, it, those kind of beers usually aren't very good, oh. so Ugh. Yeah, this is fucking nasty. <laughs> Don't drink it anymore. I, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This has got to be old. There's no date on it, though. Uh, well, there's usually a, a born-on date. Or there's a candy. Nothing. nothing. Hmm, that's weird. That is weird. That's got to... That, that tastes like mold. <laughs> like, I've had enough of these wheat beers of different varieties to to kind of pinpoint why I don't like them, because I generally don't like them either. Mm-hmm. But that's not... That's not the taste that I don't like. That's that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. That's nasty. Oh <laughs> god, that's fucking disgusting. So I just looked it up. Raul didn't. Uh, he didn't leave a review for your beer either. So no, Raul, we miss him. But but my uh, my juice jockey from Phantom. This is uh this is uh, pretty pretty good. <laughs> this is very uh it is very juicy. It smells like a good hazy and. Uh, it's not super alcoholy. It's not strong. It's uh, that's that's a solid. That's a solid, uh, hazy right there. I'm color me impressed. So, uh, that's really good. I friend of the right. friend of the pod Palmer worked at Phantom briefly, yeah, for several months, and then when he came to visit me, he brought three growlers of something. He bought he bought a, a hazy. Uh, I think of West Coast and then like a lager or whatever, something else that they had. And all three of them weren't weren't bad. They weren't like great, but they weren't bad. And I think that pretty yeah. much sums up my experience with Phantom Ales is just, it's fine. That sums up, yeah, that sums up the brewery. There's nothing there that's spectacular, but they have a lot of just good stuff. And it's a, it, like I said, it's a kind of a cool place to hang out and... They have they have trivia night as well, so but we used to like, go to that. With Brewery X so close, I just can't imagine 
ever going to Phantom or Phantom ever again. But Brewery X, it's cool, but it's too big. Like sometimes you just don't want to go to someplace that big. You want something a little bit smaller, <laughs> a little bit more comfortable. And that's why that's why you, that's why we go to either Phantom or we go to um, uh, the brewery, the brewery Turo. I'm fucking surprised that that Brewery X doesn't have like bumper cars inside or or like a carousel <laughs> or something fucking ridiculous. Well, they pretty much filled up the warehouse with what? Just fucking beer, like with the the actual with like the the distribute the the canning of the beer because they can all their beer now. Damn. So there's a bunch of equipment in there to can beer. So most of the most of that warehouse is taken up now. That's crazy. Last yeah. time I was there, like like half of it was completely empty. Yeah, most of it. Yeah, you're totally right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now it's That's impressive. Yeah, a lot of it's being used now. Pretty wild. But yeah, no, they, their beer is everywhere around here. You can get like their canned beer pretty much at any liquor store. Good oh, for them. That's good. It's good stuff. Good, good for them. Good for them. So. We have a three point, our world famous three point rating system, where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're gonna you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what would you give your uh, Kachina? Go. I mean, this is a zero. I think it's moldy. I think it's bad. I think it's bad beer. I think it's spoiled. <laughs> I've I never really heard do. of spoiled beer. I, I, never. It's heard of fucking that. weird. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking I'm looking at it right now, and it's it looks fine, and it yeah. smells. It smells fine. It smells like what you would expect this this type of kind of fruity, weedy beer to taste like or to smell like. But that taste is that's got to be fucking mold. I don't know. It, it's fucking <laughs> disgusting. It's gross. It sounds terrible. I mean, I wouldn't normally drink those beers, like I said. And you just are really not. Yeah, this sounds disgusting. I bought I bought two of them because I always buy if I'm buying some. Unique like this, I'll buy an extra one for for friend of the pod Sloan. That way he can try it. So if he opens the other one and he has the exact same response that I do, then I mean the batch could just be bad or the but beer itself could be bad. You know Sloan's not gonna say it's gross. Well, that's gonna I'm super. I'm super excited so to see good. if he's like this is so fucking good. Like, but it's fucking mold. <laughs> and then he'll moldy, go, moldy. uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think I taste it. And then he'll just like drink the whole thing. Yeah. The yeah, man has, is, like, no zero. no thought of his own. No. None whatsoever. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Sloan is a one of a kind. One to anybody out kind. there who's never met Sloan, man, you probably don't want to. Um, no, he, he's a nice guy. Overall, although he's a nice guy. We just make fun of him a lot. But You hate him, uh, apparently, so I don't know. I don't. I'm the only, out of the four of us in, in the group chat, I say the least about him. I say the least about him. I talk the shit. I talk the least shit about him. No, you talk more shit than I do. Yeah, but I say more nice things than you do. Uh, I just don't say anything. Yeah, I, I stay pretty neutral. I ride the fence. You, you know, just stay man. out of it. Mm-hmm. You just shut up and stay out of it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a throwback. That is quite the throwback. Wow. All right. Uh, you gave yours a zero, a solid zero. I'm going to have to give mine a, uh, a 2.25. I would go back to this. Like I said, Phantom Males, they have some, they have good stuff. So I enjoy, I'm enjoying this and I might get a little tipsy. Who knows? So 2.25 for me and a zero for your wheat beer. 
Now, Jeff, let's move on to our vinyl pickups. And like I said, this leads into our songs of the week. So what do you got, Jeff? Um, going through some backlog here again. I got uh, Gogol Bordello. Their Another album, one? Pura Vida. This is from a while ago. This Wait, is um, which one did you talk about last week? I talked about any Gogol Bordello last week, or two weeks ago. No. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. There's no possible way because I delete my notes every week except for last week. So there's no way. You talked about this Google Bordello. There's no way. There's not yeah. possible. This is the one that I just listened to like least two days favorite. ago. It is this my is least your least favorite. favorite one. Dude, you I mean, talked I, about this. I, I messaged you about it, maybe, but there's no way. Oh, dude, I swear we you talked about this already. It's it's not possible because I delete my notes except for last week, and I'm looking at last week's notes, and it's not on there. Weird, man. This is weird. Okay, I well, like I can, it. I can continue, skip it. No, I'll skip it. No, no, no. Continue. I'll skip it. No, 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 no. I'll skip it. Conti- I'll skip I want it. You to, I want you to talk. I want you to talk. What do you got? I'll skip it. Maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't think that I did because I just it doesn't. I, that means I would have I would have to I would have had to have listened to this two times after the first listen through it. I I didn't. There's no way because I put it away after the second time I listened to it. It's already put away, or I just put it away. I mean, maybe you listened to it once and then thought that you listened to it twice, so then you talked about it on the pod. But then that would have been like months ago. Mm, okay. That was that was because I, I got it when you were out here. Yeah, no, I remember that. But it's definitely a purgeable for me, so I'm probably gonna purge it. Dude, that's not what you fucking said. This is like I mean, you told me that you were gonna keep it. Yeah, I'll keep it because there's one song on there that I think is one of their best songs, Malandrino. Fantastic. Wow, dude. This is weird, man. Maybe you're just confusing like text life with pod life. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. It might be that. I don't know. But, okay, sorry. Continue. Continue. It was like, you know, it was nine bucks. It was a cool white variant. But, yeah, I will. I mean, I'm not going to purge it right away. It's just when I need the room, this is something I'm not going to think twice about getting rid of. I mean, you have um, uh, Gypsy Punk, so. Yeah. I think you're good. Yeah. You're good with that. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, The next thing is Peter Tosh. I got Mm. his uh, sixth album called Wanted, Dread, or Alive. Mm, Get it? Clever. Because Dread, Lock, Rasta, (laughs) stuff like that. 1981. It's, uh, It's solid. It's solid reggae. Features Sly and Robbie. Arguably, like the greatest reggae rhythm section of all time, and you know Tosh isn't like the best singer. Mm-hmm. He's he's not he's not he's not nearly as great of a singer as as Bob was, but I think he writes better songs, and I think he's more of like a a musician's Bob Marley, whereas Bob Marley's focused a lot on pop melodies, yeah. and like the instrumentation kind of came second. Peter Tosh is the opposite, and this is just really good reggae, really good dub, but the last song is this weird blend of like 80s pop with reggae and it's fucking bad. It oh, is it sounds terrible. It is so bad. It's unbelievably bad. I I I like had to turn it off cuz it was so bad. It was it was awful. <laughs> I could not even believe it was on the same record cuz his record's fantastic except for that last song. Where did you get this one at? I got this at all those. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And he rarely ever has reggae and if he does it's never 
like Tosh or Bob Marley or anything. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like six bucks. It's a good deal. Of course, he fucking sells it for so cheap. Yeah, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. He's been getting more expensive lately. I've been meaning to talk to him about that. He's been getting more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you've been looking out for only like more expensive stuff. That's true. Right. Uh, n- another thing I got is Acid Mammoth. Their their first album called Acid Mammoth from 2017. This is a doom metal sludge band from Athens, Greece. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know they were from there. Yeah, I just I when we first started collecting, and I went through this like really psychedelic slow sludge doom phase this was a band that spotify recommended that hey you should check out acid mammoth and of course like the name itself is just fucking rad so i said okay i'll check it out and like the name perfectly exemplifies what this band sounds like very very slow very heavy a lot of fuzz but then there's just really really big bombastic sounds nothing ever goes fast it's always slow but God, it is so good. It is so mm. goddamn good. I bought this on Walmart.com because they had it on sale for like sixteen bucks. That's so fucking I, cheap. So I picked this one. I actually bought two of them, but then they canceled one of my orders. I bought this one in another Acid Mammoth. That was supposed to be sixteen, but then they canceled it. Fuckers. Was it like a price glitch? I don't know. Maybe. That seems like a, a weird a weird record to sell on on uh, Walmart, right? Oh, Walmart sells everything. Cool. It's not. It's not Walmart. It's one of them third-party people. Uh, wait. What do you mean third-party people? Like how Amazon has third-party people that just sell through the marketplace on Amazon. Oh, okay, okay. Walmart does yeah, the yeah. same thing. I didn't know that. Oh shit. Wait. Which one did you get again? Which album? Acid Mammoth. Acid Mammoth. Oh, the self-titled. Yeah. This yeah. is going for uh, for a lot for like fifty fifty bucks now. Yeah. It always goes for at least. I've seen it like new online different stores for like high 20s mm-hmm. but um it's just been something that, that i've wanted for a while and i've never bought it because it's always just been there and it's, they're yeah. not really like a popular band or anything and they just released an album last year but god damn this band is so good it's like four tracks this entire album is four tracks two tracks per side each track That's is like cool though eight to 15 minutes and it's just doesn't really go anywhere, but damn, dude, that journey is just is just it's heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> the journey is the destination, right? Heavily influenced by Sabbath, like like they've said in interviews, like their their biggest influence is Sabbath, and there's a lot of that here. I found I out this wanna, week too. I, I, I read that that the uh there's a father and son in the band. So there's four guys and then the singer's like the son, and then the lead guitarist is the dad of the of the singer. Hmm. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of unheard of. You hear like siblings in bands, but not, not you know, father son or whatever. That's that weird. actually reminds me. The only other thing I can think of offhand is uh, LMFAO. That's an uncle and a and a nephew. Yeah, but that's kind of but that's one of those weird, those weird things where they're both the same age anyway. So no, the one's like ten, fifteen years older. No, he's not. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes. They're not the same age. He's like 10 to 15 years older. Uh, but they're only a band because their dad or their somebody else, some, one of their relatives basically founded Motown Records. So they, you know, that's why they became a band essentially. But yeah, oh, LMFAO. Yeah, I thought you meant, I thought you meant Acid Mammoth. No, Acid Mammoth is just super dope. Let's check them out. I want to. And the there there's one of the, these copies that the copy that you have for twenty four on Walmart, but it's sold out. 
Yeah, I love the album cover though. The album cover is fucking rad. They all their album covers are have that heavy like red tone to it with some blues and some blacks. And their I think their newest album is called Under Under Acid Hoof. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that I listened to first that Spotify recommended, and that one's fucking fantastic. But this one's the slowest and the heaviest. Mm-hmm. I think. So okay. Check it out, peoples. It's good stuff. Will do. Will do. Um, next thing I got here is Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Got this What'd from you get Grace. this one from, Grace? Okay. Mm-hmm. This is his first album, 1993, Death Row Records, produced by Dre. Killer album. Yeah, obviously, Snoop Dogg's I. But there's a lot of guest <laughs> rappers here that, that supplement his, his lackadaisical approach to, to music and life in general, I guess. But it's, um, dude, like the production's amazing. And there's a lot... I don't know, there's a really great variety of gangster rap and or like gangster rap beats and then just really like complex hip hop beats. It's a lot better and a lot more diverse than like Dre's albums than than like the Chronic or 2001. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because maybe Dre just wanted to stay within the realm of gangster rap for his own albums, but this one he was a little more adventurous and it and it shows mm-hmm. like there's I think like production-wise this one it's not better than the Chronic because I think the Chronic is just such an iconic sound that you just can't fuck with. But I think this one is overall more diverse and more interesting. There's a lot more. There's a lot more here. Yeah, yeah. But um, but damn, it's so good. And then you know, just another another tally mark in the corner of West Coast raps and the and the beef between coasts because the song "Lodi Doty." Oh, it's such a good song. Oh, that's that song. yeah, dude. That song was was a slick Rick riff, and then. Obviously, Biggie went on to to popularize it in the song "Hypnotized," the Biggie, 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 but like Snoop Dogg did it way before he did. But yeah. uh, whatever, fuck that. But then also, I found out this week that Corn did a cover of the song. Yeah, they used to cover it all the time. And I listened to it, and it wasn't like bad or nothing. And it would have been cool to to hear it live if they just because the only videos I saw are like a minute long, so you don't do like the whole song or nothing. No. Just do like a minute thing. Yeah, that's they, cool. They, I like what they it. do is they the song "Baltung," you know, the the second song on their first record. Yeah, during the the breakdown of that song or the bridge of that song, when it's just like the the bass and drums, uh, back in the deck back in the nineties, Jonathan Davis would start to sing the Lottie Dottie like one or two verses from the Lottie Dottie song, and then then they would then they would break into the, like the the heavy part of the bridge of that song, and then Jonathan would just scream like the Lottie Dottie we like, and then just it was cool like they would just integrate it within that one song. Yeah, it's cute. It's kind of like a cool medley that they would do. It's cute. It's, so it's a cute little, uh, yeah. Good job. So good job, Corns. <laughs> good job, Corns. Good job, Corns. Um, I, I listen to Outcast, Aquemini. This is one I got okay. from Grace that was Steel, 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 S- Steel Sealed. <laughs> cool tools. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this was still sealed. And this is like an early 2000s copy. And I just thought it was crazy that it was still fucking sealed for damn near 20 years. Yeah, that's kind of weird, huh? I don't know something this this popular. This I don't know, like if for someone to buy this and not open it is bizarre to me. For someone like, to buy yeah. like an Elvis record and not open it, that makes sense because they're fucking dime a dozen. But for someone to buy like an Outcast, you you only buy Outcast if you really like Outcast or want to listen to Outcast. So to not open it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's true. But it's triple LP, seventy five minutes, and I swear, dude, like this thing went by so damn quick. That's how good this record is. Is just I was constantly <laughs> changing, flipping sides, and I thought, like, fuck, man, this is like, 
is each side like 10 minutes? And then, no, it had been like 20 minutes per side. And I just, it was just that good. I just didn't even notice. It's, it's fucking incredible. Long, yeah. It is fucking long. Killer album. So I got that one. Um, MIA Maya. It's her third album, 2010. This was my, uh, out of her four or five, this is ranked three for me, my third favorite. A lot of electronic mm-hmm. stuff. I've, I've, most of it's pretty much electronic based. A lot of industrial sounds. It's all over the place and kind of it's worldly electronic sounds. Yeah, not a yeah. whole lot of not a whole lot of vocals compared to like Kala. Not not a whole lot of rapping. I don't think there's like any rapping really. But there's none on it. It's just a good dance album. Honestly, it's just a good dance album with a lot of cool electronic shits going on, and I really like it. And there's some really great dub stuff on here too. And she um, she slays. Yeah, I I double checked my rankings on this one, and and this is my least favorite of hers. It was it was too electronic. It was it wasn't I don't know. I just it didn't it was kind of boring for me. But I don't know. As long as you like it, that's all that matters. Nine bucks, yeah. baby. Nine bucks and nickels. <laughs> I don't that doesn't make any sense. You say because there was a mark on the first side, like a scratch, and it was yeah. uh it was just like a white smear on the first side. And like I cleaned it and then I played it. And I swear, dude, they caused zero issues in the playback. No noise whatsoever. This record plays insanely quiet. Sounds amazing. I don't know what goes through that man's mind. I, don't I know. mean, it works Do out you, for you. He pays like almost 50% too, like trading like value. He'll pay almost 50% of what you give him. How does is, he stay in business? I, it's just got to be quantity over quality. Like He's just selling so many records that he's staying yeah. in business. And he has a lot of records in that fucking store, man. Yeah. So many. Too many records. <laughs> it's my second that leads me. That leads me to uh, my pick of the week. And All right. That is, that is Eminem. Eminem. A lot of hip-hop. A lot of hip-hop. Yeah, I finally, I finally, I was in a mood, man. I was in a mood. This weekend was just like a hip-hop mood. I listened to a lot of just my, my personal collection of hip hop stuff. And it was just, um, I was in a mood this weekend, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. That's good. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Be proud of me. Thank you. Thank you, dad. So, uh, yeah, Eminem, it's, is uh, the Slim Shady LP His I guess technically his second, but most people think that it's his first because it was like his breakthrough is, his his real, wasn't like a, like an EP. It's his first full length thing that he got going on. And it's got, my name is on it. Guilty conscious, but, what got me an Eminem was my song of the week, and that is My Fault. How did you and hear this? This is from a Celebrity Deathmatch CD <laughs> sampler from, mm-hmm. the, from the same year that this album came out, around the same time that My Name Is was kind of blowing up. And I, I remember hearing My Name Is like in passing and, and like, okay, that's interesting, kind of annoying. But then like My Fault was coming on this, this sampler. and I mean, this sampler had... had fucking Marilyn Manson on it just yeah. there was a it was just it was a bunch of cool stuff and then this song was on it I just I for whatever reason I fell in love with the song I thought the song was so damn cool it's so funny but also really sad and kind of its lyrics and yeah this is this song is what got me into Eminem so Dude, there was there were some fucking amazing comps that came out I'm looking at it right 90s. now yeah dude this so this this comp had had Manson exhibit PM5K Seven <laughs> Dust Biff Naked, which is a band I have not thought oh, about. Oh, I remember that. Fucking yeah. 20 years. Primus, the song The Heckler. The Heckler. And then uh, Rob oh, Zombie, okay. Lit. Yeah. Wow. That's a nice a nice range of music right there. 
I like for it. fucking celebrity death match. It was like one of the dumbest shows in the history <laughs> of dumb shows. <laughs> but Love it was so much show. fun. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I heard Eminem, I heard this song on that celebrity death match comp, and then uh that's how I got an Eminem. All right. All right, so let's play a little bit of uh, my fault from the Eminems. So here we go. I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. But now you're sitting in the corner crying. And now it's my fault, my fault. I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. But now you're sitting in the corner crying. And now it's my fault, my fault. I went to John's raid with Ron and Dave. And met a new wave, blonde babe, with half of her head shaved. A nurse aide who came to get laid and tied up with first aid tape and rape on the first date. Susan, the next heroin addict will just stop using. Who got booze and alternative music? Told me she was going back and to use it again. I said, wait, first try this hallucinogen. It's better than heroin, he ain't the booze in the gin. Come here, let's go in here. Who's in the den? It's me and Kelly. My bad, let's try another room. I don't trust you. Shut up, slut, chew up this mushroom. This will help you get in touch with your roots. We'll get barefoot, butt naked, and run in the woods. Oh hell, I might as well try him. This party is so trash. Oh dang, I ain't mean for you to eat the whole bag. Huh? I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. But now you're sitting in the corner crying. And now it's my fault, my fault. I'm sorry. I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. But now you're sitting in the corner crying. And now it's my fault, my fault. Yo, Sue. Get away from me. I don't know you. Oh, shoot. She's tripping. I need something major i just wanted to make you appreciate nature susan <laughs> stop crying i don't hate you the world's not against you i'm sorry your father raped you so what you had your little coochie in your dad's mouth that ain't no reason to start wigging and spaz out she said help me i think i'm having a seizure i said i'm high too bitch quit grabbing my t-shirt let go Would you calm down you're starting to there you go my fault from eminem and he has some some wild lyrics sometimes man there he just uh, he just did not give a shit like in more recent years he hasn't been that bad but man late 90s early 2000s he was just did not give a fuck it's <laughs> it's been a it's while good. since i listened to this album in its entirety and he, this whole album is like this this whole album is so like like I, it's it's so aggressive it's so aggressive it's so i don't know but it's also so real like there's it's based in reality these songs are are taken from personal experiences that he had that, that he's lived through. Yeah. And this song is just, I mean, there's just so many things. And then later on, there's a line that I, like I've, it's funny the way he delivers it, but it's so sad because like the person he's talking about is going to fucking die. And he talks about how, how they, somebody asked like Dave, that guy, Dave, he says like, how many does she have? And he's like, I took three. She ate the other 22. Now she's upstairs crying out her eyeballs, drinking Lysol. I think she's going to die. And it's just, it's so, it's so heavy, but the way he delivers it, it's, it's funny. And like, I laugh yeah. every fucking time, but I feel terrible laughing, but it's really funny. He he just sounds so goofy all the time. <sighs> I don't know. We'll probably do this record probably within the next, in the next month or two. I would imagine. God, we talked about doing it for so a while. It's so fucking good. It's yeah. so goddamn good. I think, I think this is better than the Marshall Mathers LP. Oof. Because if you really if you really think back to like the Marshall Mathers LP, you have like a handful of like the you know the almost the untouchables, mm. really. But then you have a lot of like I don't know, you got a lot of like filler. You got a lot of filler in that one. There's a lot of skits. I will, I will say the song that I never really 
got into or cared for was Stan. Dude, Stan is is arguably I don't know. like the greatest <sighs> lyrical hip hop song of all time. It is it is unreal the way the way the production is on that song, the way things build up, the way he writes from the point of a fan getting angrier and angrier and angrier, the way he delivers his lyrics as getting angrier and angrier, the way the production is in the background giving the the illusion of rain coming down harder and harder and harder. It is an unreal song. It is so fucking good. I, it's one I of the greatest hip hop songs was, of all time. It's for sure top ten hip hop song of all time. I don't know, man. I just I don't. Maybe it's the hook. I just I, mean, I know why you don't like the it. Fuck out of me. Oh, because it's popular. Yeah. No. Fuck exactly. Yeah. Because it's popular. I I like the real Slim Shady. I think that's a really good song, and that song is just as popular. That's because it's goofy. When you when, when you get when you get too serious, you like to take a step back. Uh, you're, you just make no fucking sense. I'm, I call them as I see them. When, when, stand, when, when you try unreal. to criticize me, you make no sense. When things get too serious, you take a step back, and if it's popular, like that Drake meme where he's like puts his hand up in his little puffy jacket, <laughs> like that. It's a good meme though. I actually did it too, as if anybody could see me. I put my <laughs> hand up, and I even like positioned my chair so I could turn my head like backwards. <sighs> of course you did. Of course you did. Dude, Stan was Stan was such a phenomenal song that it became like a standard to make fun of obsessed fans with. They call them stands. Yeah, they still do it to this day because of Eminem. Yeah, because of this song, it's it's unreal. Stan is Stan's my favorite Eminem song. It's it's the best. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Guilty Conscience is, is another one of those songs that tells a good story too. Man, Guilty Conscience is, is is tough to listen to too. It's yeah, he yeah. He's some of the shit Eminem says, like he straight up talks about like slipping her mickeys and like raping her, and it's 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 fucking hard to listen to. Yeah, it's pretty. But rough. it's it's goddamn like the back and forth between him and Dre is just so goddamn good. It is fucking good. Unbelievable. Oy. All right. So that's what you got for your pick of the week, which that's I said I before. You know, we'll probably do this in the future, near future, because we almost did it once, like a month ago. I think we were we were set on Eminem, but then at the last minute we changed it to yeah. I don't even know what. But um, okay, so with okay. me, the first thing I have here is from Outcast, and I got a, a Quemini. Oh damn! Got girl. It this last week, and. Uh, like you said, third record came out in 1998, and this is one of their better records for sure. That's why I bought it on vinyl. I think it's better than AT Aliens. I know you don't like that, but uh, I mean, yeah, it is better I've than come that to, record. I've come to accept people's dumb opinions. It's just a fact of life. You're such so. an idiot. You're such an idiot. And uh, yeah, so I got this one, and you're right. It is fucking long. It's three LPs. And this week made me realize, wow, dude, they could have... Done, done without all of the skits. Did it kills a lot of the parts of the record? Way too many skits, man. This They're is probably so one of the most short, though. I know, but it, there's just so many of them. They break up. It's like it's like your your complaint with uh, with songs for the deaf with all like oh, the yeah. radio stuff. But at least that is like in theme. This is not in theme. This is just like what every fucking hip hop record does. And it's just, too, it's too much, man. I mean, other, otherwise the songs are, I mean, obviously they're great and I love the album, but yeah, man, it's, it gets a little much. I forgot how, I forgot how many skits there were on this one. You need to purge it? No, fuck no. Oh. 
It's a good record. It's a solid record. Mine was oh, still sealed as well. Things. Was it? Wait, oh, you bought a new one though. Didn't I you? bought a new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the the reissue from like 2018 or something like that. Hmm. So it's good. My hip hop collection is slowly growing. I'm en- I'm liking that. I'm enjoying that. So. So you have Southern um, Southern Playa, and then you no, have eight. I thought you had it from I, Vinyl Me Plays, though. No, I, I, I didn't. I ended up not getting that one. I oh. got the Big Boy record instead, which I'm is in the mail right now. Which you never even get. So, VMP's kind of kind of shady there, you know. But I did oh, call dude, I, the difference in in customer service, or I, I guess just I don't know quality from experience that you've had and I've had are night and day opposites. I will, I will say that they're very prompt and they're very quick with responding to you, but. Yeah, dude, like almost every record of the month has just been kind of okay at best, except for the Wu-Tang month. That was like the best month. And then after that, I've kind of had to swap for other things. And, it's because yeah, you like, like fucking five things. You, if if you liked here. more than five things and you would enjoy a lot of the records. <laughs> You're so dumb. Like that 3-6 Mafia, I, I took a chance on that one. It was incredibly surprised. I still think you would like that one. Well, it's no, sold out, so I can't get Marvel. it. I can't go that one. The Clips record that I brought the other week, that, that Virginia yeah, Beach one produced by the that Neptunes. Yeah, fucking unreal stuff. That was good. Yeah, you just, you, you, well, I'm you getting the hip-hop one. I'm getting the hip-hop one next month that I want. After you good. complained about it. And then I, and like, then I no, listened no, to it. And then I listened to it, it. And I got it. And so now I'm getting it for February. Like the song Bust a Move itself is like if, one of the Yeah, greats. it's a good, good song. It is a good song. You probably don't like it. It's popular. Well, I mean, I just said I liked it, but that's fine. You can keep. We can keep talking over me. Uh, and then <laughs> the March one I'm getting, the Modest Mouse one, that that record is the reason why we did Modest Mouse last week. So. It's color me surprised above all else. <laughs> but outside of this, I don't know if I'm going to continue on with, with VMP. I already prepaid for know. a year, baby. I'm all the way through December. Yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. It's not... It's. Not worth the uh, the gamble for me. So I've, there's like four records that I want too that I, I I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should stick with the record of the month or I don't know if I should switch it out. There's like four things in the backlog. I want that Outcast, that Southern Playa. I want Black Alicious. There's like two other things. I want the MIA too. I have to get rid of mine, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to do. There's too much stuff. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but see, I, I got the MIA one already from VMP. I got the Big Boy one. I don't think I'm going to get Southern Playa because I, I just didn't really care for that record. And then, and then oh, and then I, I swapped out my January for this jazz record, this really good jazz record. And then I get it and there's like a split in the seam. So you don't? I emailed them, yeah, but they don't go back to me. Yeah, I mean, like if, if you just ask them for a new jacket, they, they'll probably they send you a whole new record. Do they send? Do they make you send back the old one? No, because that's what happened to my Mars Volta one. Is the oh, the, that's right, it did. The huh? thing was all fucked up, and there I was like, I just, I just want a new jacket. Like the record sounds fine. I, I, I think the, it's a pressing issue. I don't mind it. I just want, I really want a new jacket. And like, okay, here, here's a whole new record. And then like, okay, I sold that one for like forty bucks. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they, um, uh, they, they do that for me. I mean, it's, it's just a, a split seam on the, on the, on the top of it, but still, it's like. A split seam on the top for a twenty dollar record is maybe like you can turn your you you can turn a yeah. blind eye to it. A split yeah, seam on a thirty five dollar record, nah. Yeah, I know that's where unacceptable. You kind of have to draw the line. Like the Drake meme, 
with the hand up. I'm doing it right now. I'm leaning <laughs> back. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's how he says it, too. You know what? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I love the Van Gogh lady. Uh, let's see here. Next thing here that I have is, uh, what do I have? Uh, Buffalo Springfield. Picked up two of their records from White Rabbits. Picked up their second and third record, so the album again, and the song Last Time Around. Came out in 67 and 68. Uh, this is, I mean, we're kind of like in this Neil Young obsession right now. And this, the Neil Young stuff on here is, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so fun. The songs are so good. The other, the other guys who, who do the other songs, they're good songs, but they, it just wants me, it just wants me to hear, it just makes me want to hear Neil Young more. Like, I just, I can't wait for these other guys' songs to finish so I can hear the Neil Young one. And he doesn't do enough on these records. They're, they're good records and I'm not going to purge them. But damn, dude, Neil Young in the, the late 60s and 70s, he, forget about it. You, you can't fuck with him. He's, mm. he's too good. He's too good in, the, in those. Just you in fucking wait till you hear some of the stuff that you're getting. Just I'm, you I'm excited, fucking wait. Because I, I did, I have kind of cheated and I've listened to some stuff on, on Spotify and I'm, I can't get into some of it. I listened to three 90s records. I can't get into it. I've listened to a couple 80s records and I just can't do it. So I'm just going to stick with the 70s stuff and then I'm good to go. I think I'm good with my Neil Young at that point. Yeah. So, uh, not to say that the 90s stuff was bad because it's actually very good, but it's not what I want. Not what I, I'd rather listen to 70s. But anyway, yeah, I picked up those two Buffalo Springfield. You have a Buffalo Springfield as well that's coming to you next time I'm out there. So yes, uh, that's cool. Um, what? So, so, what are you saying? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just here to have a good time. That's it. You're just, I'm, you're just, just, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> All right, the next thing here is uh, Dan Hicks. Oh and, my god! Uh, his album "Striking It Rich," third album. Dan Hicks and his hot licks. And his hot licks. Yes, this album is really good. I even when even when you brought him to the pod a couple months ago, I did listen to the entire record. Did you? And, uh, yeah, I did. I did. And I'm keeping this. I'm going to keep it for sure. Isn't it so fucking weird? It's really, it's, and it's all over the place. Like there's, there's weird country. There's weird, like, I don't want to say classical, but it's just kind of, (laughs) there's a lot of shit going on. There's some psych, psychedelic shit going. (sighs) Dude's a madman. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's, there's, it's all, this album is all over the place. The sequencing of that album is just, he, he does, that like does not care about anything. It's whatever yeah. pops into his mind, whatever type of song he wants to write, he wrote it and then put it on there without any objective or, or overall theme. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's bizarre. There's like background <laughs> harms and then there's there's weird spoken word parts. It's fucking so bizarre. I love it so much. And I understand why he never really made it huge because of shit like this. Yeah. It was very unconventional. Especially Who would this for appeal time. to? <laughs> yeah, except for idiots like us. But oh, It's so goddamn good. <laughs> it is good. It is very good. So I did well, listen to good. it. Well, good. Yes, fine. I like it. I told you I would listen to one a week, and that's what I'm doing. So I got one left out of that, the stuff that you, that you, you gave me. You could have just done two of them. I, <laughs> that. I, pur- I purposely didn't do two just to make you mad. I know. Very irritating. Um, so then the next thing here I got from uh, Radiation Records, a uh, store that recently kind of irritated the shit out of me because they kind of used kind of accusing me of uh, lying and, you know, stealing shit. So fuck that guy. Um, yeah. Otherwise, everybody else who works there, fantastic and great. But 
I picked up this an album from the Bouncing Souls called Anchors Away. Their sixth record came out in August 2003. Uh, this is kind of like this is the new era of the band where they they replaced the drummer. The drummer left, got a new guy in. Forgot his name right now. Shaw. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, this is more of like a. I don't want to. I don't know how to explain. It. Like the the drum tone on this is very Saint Anger sounding, but not as obnoxious because for whatever. Because this guy's a better drummer than Lars Ulrich because Lars is just so terrible. But there's some like really some of my my favorite one of my favorite Bouncing Soul songs is on here and that's Blind Date. Oh, Blind Date's so good, so fucking good. And then Sing Along Forever. One oh, of the their catchiest songs. Beautiful anthemic well. song. Yeah. Apartment yeah. 5F, banger. Yes. New Day, banger. This album is this album is so fucking good. So I my Bouncing Souls is almost complete, my collection. I just need Hopeless Romantic and I'm I'm set. I'm good. Because I'm not gonna get the gold record and I'm not gonna get uh Ghost on the Boardwalk. Just don't care. Nah. Not very good records. Really not very good. Except for the gold okay. song. But okay, outside okay, that, the records okay, are that good. Okay. You have you have the good, the bad, and the Argyle. Yeah, I got you and I a copy of that. Oh. Yeah, come on, man, come on, come on. Okay, okay. So, Bouncing okay. Souls, a good anchors away, awesome record. And uh, the last thing here is my song is leads into my song of the week, and I also completed my Deftones collection. I picked up their seventh record, Koi no Yokan which means premonition of love in Japanese. If you didn't, if for those of you who don't speak Japanese like me, uh, this one came out in November, 2012, uh, came out after, uh, the diamondized record, which was kind of like their rebirth as a band because she had gotten that horrible car accident was in a coma. So they cut, they got a new bassist and songwriter. And yeah, so this is like the second part of that. This is like an extension of the diamondized record. I think a little more like, a little more dynamic than that record. I think this is amazing, an amazing one, and I finally got it, and uh, I'm stoked about it. I've listened to it a couple times since I got it already. Love this record. So that leads into my song of the week. The song is called Swerve City. Should I play it, or do you want to talk about it first? Whatever you want to do, kid. It's your pod. Right. So here, th- I'll just play it. This is the opening song, like I said, Swerve City from the Deftones. Strange 
There you go, Swerve City from Deftones. Now, I can't wait to hear how much shit talking you're going to do on this one. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to shit talk this one. What do you got? Lay it uh, on know, me. You know, like, when you really, really like something and you, you bring it to somebody, whether it be like pizza or music or like yeah. a movie, and you're just super stoked about it and you, you talk it up and you say, oh, this is why I love it so much. It means so much to me. It's so great. And then after it's over, the person is just glossy-eyed and like, wow, that was fucking boring. Yeah, that's you. That you is know? what I felt about this song. <laughs> I knew it. I knew and it. Like, honestly, I knew I, I, knew I, I wouldn't I, win you over with this. Dude, I tried. I listened to it like two and a half times. And I just, <laughs> I like, what is going on? I don't understand. What part of this song oh, is good? Man, I love this When song, did it get man. good? When did it happen? I, I Did I miss Every it? Every part of it, man. What the fuck is happening? The song is fucking good. It's not the best why, song on the record. Why do I hate the Deftones so much? I don't because know why I you fucking do. do. I don't know why you hate them so much. And then, and then after you just said this is post Diamond Eyes, I was like, oh god, that's why yeah. it's so fucking annoying. Because <laughs> I really, really, really like Adrenaline. I think that is fantastic. Yeah, but there's only one god. other. There's only one other album that sounds kind of like Adrenaline, and that's the one right after it, Around the Fur. But even I don't think you would like Around the Fur because it's 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 yeah, I don't think you would like it. It's not as heavy and kind of new metally. As as adrenaline is, but uh, I just I don't. I, I don't, knew you wouldn't like this. It. I don't get I, it. I came to that conclusion that you would never like Deftones after we did Diamond Eyes on the Pod, and I'm not mad at you. God, I, I hate mean, it I, so much. I mean, you're completely wrong. Like you couldn't be any more wrong than you are. It's uh, not even just me though. This is like a common theme of, of like. No, it's Deftones. like two people. It's like two people. You and Skip are the only people I know who don't like Deftones. That's it. You guys are the only ones I know. They're like a truly beloved band. People love this fucking band. And I'm not even I, one. I mean, I like them a lot, but I'm not even one of those guys. I don't, I don't get it. I, there's, just, there's no meat here. There's nothing here. Dude, just that boring instrumentals that, that are slow. This could be like fucking, this is just like heavy Yanni is what this is. Heavy this is like if, wow. if Yanni had picked up like a, a, a guitar and, and just put some distortion on it. That's how boring this is. Dude, you're you're ridiculous. You make no sense. That boring. sounds no. That's a bad. That's a dumb comparison. It it's really boring. Is. It doesn't go anywhere. Nothing happens. Even the journey's fucking boring. <laughs> no, dude, you're crazy. Whatever. I, 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 knew, I knew I you would like have this. never. I've I've never not understood why people like a band more than the Deftones. What about Tool? I understand why people like Tool. Why? There's, because there's 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 stuff there like instrumentation absolutely oh. there's there's stuff there for Tool, and Tool is is capturing a, a genre or a, a an audience that I don't know feel like they're better than other people like a like Radiohead like, yeah no for sure that's it's kind of in the same vein of Radiohead what do you call those people like pompous but like pretentious, pretentious. Yeah, there pretentious. we go yeah it's, it's capturing like a pretentious audience that wants to <laughs> like something because the music itself is presented in a way that it thinks is better than other music. And then now everybody who listens to the pod who likes tool are turning the pod off now. Cause we call Justin. them all pretentious. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> and, and, and Kenny, if he still listens, I don't even know if he still listens. <laughs> <laughs> no, for oh, sure. Shit. Absolutely. That's I, I, I understand why people like tool. I don't understand why anybody like the, likes the Deftones. I don't get it. 
Okay, that's fine. I you don't it doesn't even bother me that you don't like them because I enjoy them so much. I listen to them I listen to them like as much as I listen to like Smashing Pumpkins or Blink or the Mars Volta or some shit. I that's, they're one of my most listened to bands. Honestly, that the fact that you listen to Deftones as much as you do Blink it uh, it kind of disgusts me. I'm not gonna. That's lie. fine. That's fine. I don't care. I'd I rather just, like, disgust you and enjoy myself. Threw it in my mouth a little bit. That's fine. That is not, I'd rather disgust you and enjoy that's not myself good. than anything else. Dare I say, like people that love the Deftones are just um, <laughs> they're just dumb. They're just dumb. <laughs> they're just dumb. <laughs> kind of irritates me. Oh, you're the worst. You're the fucking worst. You don't know anything about music. <laughs> don't know anything about anything. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's such a bratty thing for me to say, too. You don't know a goddamn thing about music. Only I know <laughs> things about music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. I'm done with the vinyl. Let's move on to some new music that's come out this week, and then we'll finish up this episode and get into the Slayer record, Rain and Blood. Now, uh, a couple new songs came out, and the first one here is from A Day to Remember. Your boy's in A Day to Remember. She they joined forces with the Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 to put out a new song called Re-Entry. I actually like the song. It's kind of cool. It's kind of good. I like Mark's part a lot, too. You probably hated it, but that's fine. No, I don't like this song at all. I, of course you do. It's stupid. I just, I've, I've, I don't even hate that A Day to Remember are completely different than their metalcore roots, that they're now some weird electronic pop band. I don't hate it because Bad Vibrations grew on me. In the ensuing years, did it really? Yeah, I I actually really like Bad Vibrations. I have it on vinyl. That's the newest one, right? No, the newest one was the one that came out last year. I pre-ordered that one, colored vinyl. It sold out, and then ended up selling it anyway because I fucking hated it. (laughs) But Bad Vibrations is the one that that we listened to in the first half was like fantastic, and then it got really bad really quick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was that was when we that was like one of the first that was the first record we did on the pod. That and Blink. Yeah. Yeah, the very first episode of Asinine Radio, when we were called Caviar and Cigarettes. But that one that one has grown on me. I've come to like that one, even though it's very, very pop, very electronic. But this one, I mean, I'm just, I don't know, this band, this band is just, just stop. What are, you, what, are you, what's, what's, what are you doing here? Yeah. What are you doing here? Not, it's like, boring. Having Mark Hoppus on your, on your song at this point as an already established band mm-hmm. is kind of weak. I like I like having Mark on bands that reach out like, hey Mark, this song is called featuring Mark Hoppus, but you're not actually on it. Do you want to be on it? Yeah, I'll be on it. Cool. That's a great story. I love that. Mm-hmm. But for a band like a day to remember who has opened up on entire tours for Blink One Eighty Two, yeah, to this late in their career featuring Mark Hoppus, eh. eh. I think I'm just so excited to hear Mark do something outside of Feldman's control. Because he doesn't have the the typical Feldman woes and yas and high let's sing higher than I normally sing because that's more pop friendly. I like that. I like hearing Mark without Feldy, and that's why I think I like this song. Okay, that's fair. I just, I just want I just want Feldman gone. I just want oh, that sounds really bad. I just want him just not to make <laughs> you any whack him. In the music. <laughs> I just don't want him to be in the music here. business anymore. <laughs> I just, oh God, stop getting your grimy little hands and everything. I'm sick of it, man. Yeah, he's, he's gross. God. Anyway, uh, hopefully a new Blink will have all four members and Feldman will have nothing to do with it. That's what I'm hoping for. 
and you know what's weird? Okay, just jumping on this the Feldman thing because we're on it and because I just want to talk shit on him. Um, have you noticed since Mark, you know, has gone into remission with the cancer, they haven't posted anything with John Feldman since, since then. And then you have that thing that Matt Skiba said where, you know, it's been in talks that, you know, he's going to be working with Tom or that he could be working with Tom. Is this a sign that... Tom is actually coming back and they won't be using Feldman because normally prior to, to Mark's diagnosis, they were always shown like pictures and videos in Feldman studios in Feldman studio. So I think, I think with like the cancer thing, I mean, just to, to contemplate your own mortality is one thing, but then to, to get diagnosed with cancer and to have an actual scare of death and losing your hair. I mean, People talk about it all the time of, of near-death experiences and I don't know getting over squabbles and, and and personal differences and stuff and coming back to the basics really and the fact that Skeebs even responded to hey are you doing something with Tom because if it was out of the question and, and irritated he he wouldn't have responded to it yeah he wouldn't have responded at all yeah but the fact that he responded with with something very you know very facetious but that's yeah. that shows a lot. And yeah, like Mark coming back or coming into remission is is huge because maybe he does have a new outlook on life where he says, fuck it, past differences aside, let's just do something together because I do miss you. And I know Tom misses fucking Mark. Get out of here. Well, of and then, he does. I mean, Tom was on his podcast a few months ago. Yeah. So it's like, and they've been friends since Tom got his divorce a couple of years ago. So, because there were, remember there was, there were pictures on Instagram of them both in Idaho, but not yeah. pictures of them together, but they were in the same city. Like, exactly. Yeah. You guys are hanging out together in Idaho. In some random fucking city in Idaho. Yeah. Some mountain, small fucking population village. of just them two. Yeah. <laughs> so they've, they've been, so, obviously they've been talking and friends with each other for a couple of years, but dude, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it is promising not seeing Mark and Matt with John Feldman. I mean, Travis is still working with him because Travis is a cuck, but it's nice not seeing Mark there. So, and it's, I mean, it's, this song could be very telling because I mean, a data rivers last album came out and it was not produced by John Feldman and like their singer, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. he has been involved in their own production for, for like a long time. And, like Bill Stevenson's been involved in their production for a long time and Bill's worked with Alkaline Trio and Skeebs. So the fact that Mark's going to a day to remember to guest vocal when Feldman has nothing to do with a day to remember, that's also a mm-hmm. good sign. Yeah. Cause he could easily go and hang out and do be featured on any number any number of bands that, you know, Feldman's working with right now. Because Feldman's working with a lot of unknowns right now. He's releasing a lot of self, a lot of bands that have never put out a record, so he could have easily gone and done that. Yeah, but thankfully he didn't. Not yet, at least. Which I still don't. Uh, I, st- I still don't like that he he's already guest vocaling on an established band that's I don't know declining still be- in popularity. Still, still better than a Feldman production. I, I mean, not by much, but it is. It's still better. All right. So the next thing here. Uh, the band Ghost. I know you don't you don't really care for them. Uh, they put out a a new song called "Call Me Little Sunshine." I thought it was fine. It was it was it was good. It was fine. So you probably hated it, huh? If you even listened, I don't know. It was I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. I, yeah, I, I, I have no opinion on this whatsoever. 
they uh they announced a new record coming out in March or end of February, something like that. I know it's March, it's March. And uh pre ordered that, so there you go. <laughs> Based <laughs> off of this song? I mean the first song I heard off of the last record I didn't really like, but then the rest of that record is actually I really enjoy that the last record they put out. So okay. I'm taking a little bit of a gamble here. I will say that. Is it is a bit of a gamble, but everything prior to this record I've really enjoyed. So Okay. I'm okay. excited. Okay. And uh this last thing here is from a new band, kind of a new band called Blood Command. Uh the singer, she uh she's new to this band, but she was she was originally from a band called Pagan from Australia. I brought them to the pod a couple years ago and they're like this they they were this like metal band and she just screamed the entire time. And they were pretty cool. They were pretty awesome. They played a lot with the band Clowns, which we've talked about on the pod. And uh so this is her new band. They're from Norway and they're actually she's actually flew to Norway to go record a new record with them and uh and this is the first song from it called Nuns, Guns and Cowboys. And she does a little bit more singing on this than she did in Pagan and I was a fan of that band, so I thought I'd check this band out, and I like what I heard. I mean, it's not like the greatest thing in the world, but it's it's enjoyable. I enjoyed it. It's what do you think? It's of it? it's fine. I mean, yeah. I I didn't realize it, like any of that backstory or anything like that. I wouldn't say this is like aggressive music. No, 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 no. There's but, but like you can tell that they could be, and then like, you saying that makes sense. Like you could tell that the next song after this could lead into something super fast, super heavy, super aggressive. Mm-hmm. So given that I will, I will listen again to anything else, but this song, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. It's good. Forgettable, it's but it was it's fine. Good. So I, I just kind of threw it on here because, you know, they're a new band. They're kind of unknown. Yeah. Let's keep and, our eyes uh, out. Yeah. Just, you know, we like, we like to talk about new music. And so this might be, this might end up being really good. So there you go. Blood command, check them out. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. That's all I got. Do you have anything else? Oh, Meatloaf died, everybody. Oh, yeah, me, yes, Meatloaf died. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, it's a big... I mean, it, he's one of the best-selling artists of all time, so... I was that in the hell fan. is a fantastic album. I'm telling you, it's good. It, okay. it is good. You should have it in your collection. I don't have it, but... Yeah. I know. You should have it. <laughs> Justin made a good joke on the Discord, but, you know, that, whatever. That was a good joke. Yeah. Uh, I've heard better. Yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else? No, that's it. That's all. That's it? Okay, well, thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us five stars on both of those uh, apps. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, Yas and I Radio is the, you know, our handle on social media. And stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into Slayer and their album Rain in Blood. And we're going to make their 12 albums. Get into that. And that's it. That's all.